0: This week's episode, I am joined by Erin Layden of Layden Photography, a Toronto-based photographer specializing in primarily lifestyle, weddings, and portraiture. I first met Erin when I worked for a jewelry brand in Toronto and fell in love with her approach to photography and the way she captures both products and people. She graduated from OCAD U with a major in photography in 2012 and has pursued it not only as a passion, but as a career ever since. Her style is a reflection of what inspires her. Whether it's a vast landscape, a subtle impression on a subject's face, or delicate light casting the perfect shadow, she approaches everything she shoots with the intention of telling a story with a personal touch. Her goal is to continue providing a candid approach to the classic standards. Erin's work is really now known across North America from celebrities, influencers, and also the average couple looking to capture their day in a really beautiful way. She works both with jewelry brands, to fashion influencers, to real estate magazines, photographing those moments and things that just bring stories to life and that evoke a feeling in us. We talk a lot about what inspires her and her creative process in this episode and also where she hopes to take her photography. One of the things I also love about her story is that her and her now fiance, Mitch, do this as a team. So he's equally as involved in both shooting those alternate angles and really getting that story complete, but also in the post-processing of their photos, which is so important and really also elevates the story that they've already captured. Erin and I did a project last year uh, called the Nude Photo Series, where we invited women to do nude photo shoots of themselves. Uh, We started with me as the subject, and it was a really beautiful experience of truly seeing yourself in the nude, and really a way to showcase art and the female body, and with so much emphasis on... Uh, body positivity and beauty and art especially as we've gone through this pandemic and realized how much we need that inspiration it was a really amazing experience to watch her and her element really letting these women feel comfortable and telling their personal unique beauty through a photograph she not only shoots nudes of course but shoots weddings and tells each couple's story in the most gorgeous way as well as somehow evokes an emotion from a photograph of a candle or a simple gold ring So I could not wait to talk to her today and share her story with you. I know she is the world's next up and coming photographer and I don't think it'll take long before she's too busy and working with, you know, some of the most major brands in the world or shooting even more celebrity weddings. But what I love about her is no matter how successful that she is and how in demand her art is, she's so down to earth and really truly just wants to tell everyone's story no matter who you are. So I'm very excited to be joined today by Erin Lee. And Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome Erin. Thanks so much for being with me today.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited about this.
0: (laughs) So you and I have shot a lot together. We've had the privilege of working together so much, but what I'd love for you to tell anyone listening is a bit more about yourself and how you discovered your art in photography.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. So a bit about me. My name's Erin. I'm a a Toronto based photographer. I specialize, I guess, in like portraits, lifestyle and weddings. I usually just say like anything to do with people. (laughs) That's what I specialize in. Anyways. Yeah. I kind of discovered photography at a pretty young age, actually around like 14, 15, I think I was in grade 10. I was always artistic. Like I loved art and stuff. I kind of was realizing, I guess in my like, yeah, early teen years that I wasn't much of like a drawer or painter or anything like that. And just one day discovered like my dad's uh, a little digital camera he had, and I don't know honestly that was like the end of it. I would bring it to school and just like had so much fun with it, just taking photos of friends. It was a really good way for me to like interact and be creative and like kind of get closer to friends, learn different stories of friends. I also just had like this little like online like I, it was a blog, but it was called Live Journal, <laughs> and like all my friends had it in stuff too, and to me, like the way I would express myself was obviously through art. A lot of times it was like, you know, music lyrics and stuff, but yeah, that was sort of just a way that I would, I know, I guess like journal and I would share all my, my images. The more I got into it, my dad just put on like a version of, I guess, a Photoshop onto like mine and my sister's computers. And honestly, like I loved it so much. I was never, I still not like really big into like technology or like computers or anything, but like, it was just basically like a paintbrush for me was just like editing and playing around and doing like some really weird shit <laughs> on Photoshop. But it was like, it it truly like made me see the artistic side of photography because even then, like that would have been like early 2000s, like maybe 2003, 2004, like just when digital was coming out and stuff. And, you know, most people didn't have digital cameras and nobody really was, at least like my age was like playing around with Photoshop and stuff. So like anything I did on there, it was like so fun and so interesting. But yeah, and then that ended up leading me to study Photography in college. So I went to OCAD, which is Ontario College of Art and Design. And yeah, I studied photography there. Again, it being an art school, everything was like based around like concepts and stories. Every series or every image you took had to have a background. It wasn't just because it was pretty or whatever. Like, why did you feel like it was pretty? Right. Like, what was the story behind it? And for me, I feel like that kind of continued, like that's never ended, no matter what I'm shooting whether it's a single image or a series of images or somebody's wedding or even just headshots. I think it's just anybody looking at anything, right? Like you want to, you want somebody to feel something. I don't know. I guess that's kind of like how I discovered art in my photography and just discovered that like I love photography so much. And I just, to me, I'm like, it's like an endless pit of discoveries. There's so much to learn in photography. And I think for me, I feel like you can never reach the top there's so much to discover, whether that's photographing like new things or just like learning different new techniques, so many different like worlds of photography. And I just, I love it so much. And yeah, it's just a way for me to express myself. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's amazing. And I was actually going to say it's so, when you say there's just so much to discover, that's so what I would say about your brand and your Instagram and all the work you've done is it's really wide, the variety of it. You shoot You know, people, families, weddings, brands, headshots, everything. And, you know, especially you're hired by all kinds of brands and influencers to shoot their products, them, like their homes, like real estate magazines, things like that. And so, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about creativity and the creative process. So, what is your creative process or how do you tap into the story of each of these brands and then transfer that to photos? I don't know. I think like I actually heard this on a podcast recently and it was actually by
1: Avery Francis. I don't know if you know who she is. Mm-hmm. Like really listen to your clients. I think it's hard when you're an artist because of course people are coming to you because they love they love my work, but they also have a vision. They're trying to you know, create something and they're obviously coming to, to me or to you or to whoever um, with their idea, but obviously wanting to put your spin on it. So I think first and foremost is listening to your client and just really understanding what they want. So to me, I try and just like communicate with them a lot like as much as possible, just whether it's through email, a lot of times now too, I mean, often I would do in-person, but now I always offer like a Zoom meeting or a phone call. If they're a recurring client, I'm usually like, okay, I know exactly what you want. Or like, I know your look, your feel, your style, but often it's just even creating a mood board together or them creating one and and me adding to it. Or sometimes it's just me creating one because sometimes people don't really know what they want. And they'll sort of you know show me some of my images And I'll sort of, you know, show them other things or different ideas based on like, whether it's product or photos of themselves or something for their clothing brand or whatever it may be. Yeah. I just really try and like work with them and understand what their, like their end goal is and what they, what their vision is. So I think like communication is really, really big and still something that I'm forever learning. Cause sometimes even too, you know, I'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I get it. And then I get there and I'm like, this isn't what I thought, or this isn't what I imagined, or maybe I could have been more helpful with, you know, suggesting a different studio or suggesting a different space or suggesting a different time of day. Even another thing I, I say a lot to, to people that have asked me, even just like about weddings and stuff or or portraits and stuff, just really creep them on Instagram, like understand who they are. And of course not everybody. Okay. Not everybody shares like a lot about their lives on, on, online, but Most people have an Instagram or some sort of online presence. And I really try and like understand that. You know what their values are, things that they do decide to share in post. Like I have one client, love her. She's very, she's very creative and artistic. And she never really I, I've i done so many shoots for her and her family and her newborn baby and her pregnant and like very beautiful, like sensual, like boudoir photos of her, but she doesn't share any of them, but she'll always share something like really artistic or creative, like a shadow that I got of her, like on the ground or on the wall, or something like through glass. It's like not really her. It is her, but it doesn't, you can't tell it's her or, Well, I create a lot of that for her and then I create a lot of other intimate stuff that I know like she's maybe not going to share, but I make sure to get a lot of that artistic creative stuff for her because that's something that she really values and maybe something she'll
0: share. Go with that and like elevate it, you know? That's amazing. And when you're photographing these people, so you know, you know, more about them, you've kind of looked at their aesthetic and things like that. And you say, you know, you want people to feel something, you know, when you're photographing like a, a gold ring or, you know, or a candle or a person in a dress, an influencer in a new dress that she's promoting or he's promoting or something like that. Like when you're taking that photo, what do you look for to turn that into a feeling or a story and not just a photo of a ring or a candle or a a dress on a girl?
1: I don't know. I guess I I just try and approach it where like at least me, for me personally, because I mean, I'm a consumer. So like, I'm like, what would I want to see too? Besides the fact that yes, I love to create it and make it look beautiful and everything. Like or how would I like to see it presented? And that, that would make me want to buy it, right? So again, like attaching a feeling. So there's just like different ways that I obviously add like different, like cool different techniques to, to shooting. That's not just like, okay, here's the product or like, here's the person. Yeah, I just, I guess I think like, what are we trying to say with this? You know, like a candle. It's like, what is what do you want the candle to make people feel? You want, usually you want them to feel like warm and like cozy and safe. It's like, how can I create that? Uh, like an influencer in a dress. It's like, you want them to, to look as like carefree and like having a day where it's just like the most perfect, beautiful day and makes you feel like whole and comfortable, like free of anxiety and stuff, free of like, you know, any worries. And I'm like, that's what I just, I want to create that feeling, you know? So yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much how I approach it with
0: like a consumer eye. (laughs) Well, if anyone listening to this hasn't seen your work already, I feel like everything you do really creates that. There's just these this way you photograph, even like close-up moments, the way you cut images. it Like you said, you don't just point and shoot. Your work just really kind of gets into that like nitty gritty of something. And you're like, I didn't know you could photograph a ring that way and make it make me feel something by looking at something so simple and mundane or, or something that has no life to it and really bringing it to life. So I think that's really cool. Of And it really shows all of that process that you put into it that I don't think a lot of people appreciate when they see an end photo is, you know, yeah. where it started at one point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because sometimes I have clients like rides or grooms that even too, they'll, they'll go through my images or say, you know, they looked at so many different photographers or whatever. And they're like, I don't know why I like yours. I can't explain why there's just something about it. I like it. And like a lot of them will be like, obviously it's like, it's more creative or it's more artistic, but like, because it's making you feel something and that's what all art should do, should make you feel something. That's why the world needs art. Right. Cause it, it makes us feel. So yeah, I like, I, I love it. Like you said, sometimes people don't realize, or they don't know what they're looking at and why they like it or or why somebody else's ring photo versus mine is making them feel something when they're like, what, how, I don't get it. But yeah, clearly feeling drawn to that. And sometimes I just, I love that. And I, I yeah, that's a lot of my clients. Cause you know, a lot of them are, they aren't necessarily looking at art all the time or obviously their first wedding, they've never hired a photographer. or Maybe they've gotten some headshots. Like I have a lot of clients who are like, you know, lawyers or doctors or or whatever. And so their worlds are very, very different. But yeah, so to me, I'm like, I love that that makes you like feel something. And, or like, you don't know how to describe it. It's kind of the best. I'm like, you're looking at art, like, you know, <laughs> describe the feeling or why you like it, even though they are, you know, wedding photos or a ring photo or like a dress in a shadow. And yeah, I'm happy that my work makes people feel that way
0: or most, some people. <laughs> most people I think and you know that also kind of we talk a lot about what the person's feeling from seeing the image or from you know talking to you and stuff but then on the other end especially when there's people and that products being photographed you know what what do you hope they feel when they're working with you like what do you try and bring out and what do you feel makes the best photos when your subject is in this specific energy or mood
1: I just really hope that they feel like at ease and as comfortable as possible I don't know like feel like I'm like their best friend or sister or something that's just something like again everyone's different but again it's communication I feel like often you know I can just I can sense somebody if they're it's pretty rare that somebody comes in and they're like yes like let's do this so excited you know usually people are like I want this I want portraits of myself or boudoir photos of myself or photos of me and my family or me and my best friends or for whatever reason or you know, I need these photos for my website or whatever it may be, but most people feel quite nervous. And even though it's something they know they need to do, they don't really feel comfortable. Like, I think the number one thing, like I hear it, it should be on like my gravestone. It's just like, I'm awkward. <laughs> it's like the number one thing I've heard is I'm awkward or I'm uncomfortable or whatever. So, and I get it because I've been photographed and I like, it took everything in me to not say I'm awkward or I'm uncomfortable because it's just having somebody like watching you and look at you, and there's a you put. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves because they want these photos to turn out. They want to be happy, right? They want to look at them later and feel good about themselves and feel comfortable with sharing them with like the world. So uh, something that I I really try and do is just I don't know right off the bat be like, let's be friends. Like let's have fun with this. Like as much fun as we can. Yeah. So I just try and really make them feel comfortable and at ease, and like make them feel like they can like tell me anything. Uh, We can stop at any point, any suggestions they have, like, I'm so open to like listening to them or like, you know, diving into that or anything that they don't feel comfortable with, we can, you know, we don't have to do. So comfort is definitely my number one thing that I want people to feel. And then in the end, I just really like from the photos, I really want them to like, look at them and be like, yes, this is me. Or like, this is like the best version of myself. And like, I can look at this and be like, yes, this is me in the image. This is who I am. And, you know, it's exactly what they pictured in their mind or even better. <laughs> and yeah, just something that they're, they're, they're super proud of in the end. And then later just being like, Hey, that wasn't so bad. And like, it, it was fun. And then like, look what she got of me, you know, like, look at these photos. It's exactly what, like, I would ever want to look like in an image
0: or it's exactly what I want to present to my clients or friends or Yeah. So I love that. And I think that's, what's so important. I mean, I used to be a wedding planner, so I would get a lot of my clients saying, you know, who should we book for photography? Or can you give us you know, recommendations? Or I would connect them with vendors and help them choose. And always the biggest thing I said is, yes, start with the look of their brand, start with the, you have to like their photos and don't try and you know, don't try and change an artist, don't see that they do this one way, but then hope they'll do this like this other person because they're cheaper or they are different or you just like them is yeah. you have to like the work. But then the second biggest thing is you have to like the person. Yes. If you're not connected or comfortable with the person behind that lens, there's mm-hmm. no way you're going to relax. And there's no way the photos are going to turn out like the ones you, you hired them for. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting with a lot in this world is really looking at, you know, the art and the person. And I think that we've seen, and I think there was actually a a quote the other day by Katie Holmes, who was like, you can be the most talented, hardworking person, but if you're mean, that's all they'll remember. It's so true. And yeah, I think with all art and all connections, it's like, be great, be talented, be the artist, but also be someone that people can connect to. And that's really the kind of holy grail or the trifecta of of success, I think in a lot of artistic industries. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. and I earlier this year, we did a project where we offered women these nude photo sessions, which was really fun. Oh gosh, um, guys, I was looking at
1: those the other day and I was like, these are so beautiful.
0: <laughs> and I wish I could. Yeah, get we did of- almost a year oh ago, which is crazy yeah. pre-COVID life. And we, you know, we had women who could buy, yeah, a nude session for themselves, whether it was for a birthday, um, you know, or an anniversary or just for themselves to like feel better and appreciate themselves. And you know, when we chatted about it, you kind of jumped at like, yes, I want to photograph this. And you'd done so many already with other clients, maybe that hadn't been ever shared, but you kind of have, have done these types of shoots. So what is it about the female nude that you find like so beautiful to capture?
1: Honestly? Well, I mean, I think most, I think the entire world would agree with me that like the female body is like the most beautiful thing on earth. I don't know something about it for me is of course creating or capturing like the the rawness and like, I don't know, Mitch and I were talking about this earlier, this question and like kind of like for lack of a better word or I guess it's a pun, but like the stripped down version of somebody and just them being like truly themselves and kind of have like nowhere, like you can't hide, right? It's just, it's truly just like who you are and kind of just capturing that like rawness and like the vulnerable side of like of somebody is just, I don't know. It's so beautiful. I don't like, I, it's so hard to describe like what you love about it. Cause it's like, what, what do you not love about it? Right. Like, I think so often I'm shooting things and making sure like clothes look proper and that like somebody feels good. And like, like does it make me like, how does it make me look? Do I look thin? Do I look big? Do I look, you know what I mean? Like what, what are the clothes doing? Whereas like when it's just them, it's like, there's nothing to hide behind. Like, this is truly who you are. And I don't know, this is like what so many people like love about you, just like the raw you. Also just like kind of like that connection you end up having. Like, I mean, you're seeing them naked. I mean, I photographed you nude too. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's funny. You like have this, like all of a sudden, I don't know, right after that, I'm like, I just feel like I know you. And I mean, I guess it's like most, we don't see most people nude (laughs) ever. So it's kind of just like that connection you end up having. And yeah, that there's like kind of nothing to hide behind. And it's just like truly who they are. Um, I also just like, end up like, I love the confidence, like no matter what, of course, people going in besides you, you were very confident. Love it. <laughs> but most people, most people are nervous. Your mom was quite good too. <laughs> yeah.
0: My mom did a nude shoot everyone in case so you want to know. So beautiful.
1: Yeah. Like seriously, so beautiful. <laughs> He's 57 um, and it was great. <laughs> so good. See, that's why it doesn't matter your age, but like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, it. I don't know. I love it too, because It kind of makes me feel really empowered too. I have done a shoot where I was topless (laughs) that I haven't like showed really anybody. It kind of ended up happening by mistake, but like I weirdly felt better in those photos. So that we started with my shirt on and then I ended up with my shirt off. And weirdly enough, like I ended up feeling better and liking the photos better with my top off. And I don't know, there's like, we- truly just need more of that in like all of our lives. Right. Like, I think we're always so focused on like, does this look good on me? Do I look good? Like whatever that it's like, imagine just like, you didn't have that option. <laughs> and it's just like, this yeah. is who I am and this is how I look good. And this is how I feel good. So I feel like my brain was kind of mashed with, with that answer, but I just
0: know, I think it's yeah. really empowering. And I think like you said, yeah. there's that awkwardness at first because you're about to be really seen whether yeah. you're photographed yeah. in clothes for your business or you're coming in nude, it's, Photography yeah. really exposes you. It's a freeze yeah. frame of a moment, of a second. You look different than to the human eye because the human eye is processing like, a, I don't know the number, but like, you know, so many moving yeah. mo- moments or seconds at yeah. once. And here's one just frozen and this is you. And and nude is, you know, a whole other side to that, but it it strips yeah. away also a lot of status. You know, we yeah. put so much pressure on clothing can make you this. And though, you know, I, I have- another episode with Julianne, who's a stylist. And we talk about how clothing can really empower you as well, but it's, you know, on the flip side, also just realizing that you, just as you are like in the new, which is the name of this podcast um, (laughs) is, you know, as just as empowering and you know, should go hand in hand with clothing and not say that everyone needs to do a nude shoot, though. I actually really think that every woman should, whether you show it or to anybody or not, and whether they're sensual and sexy or artistic. And I think that's what I love so much about your approach, Erin, is, you know, I've been photographed there on my Instagram, if anyone wants to see, but to an extent, but you know, there's so many of them that were just really artistic they were not sexual they were you know very sensual and beautiful and taken at interesting angles of my body where it just was like I would frame this and you almost don't even know it's my body or a woman's body but it's so interesting and I think that's a a misconception people have about nude photography is that it has to be sexualized and it really doesn't
1: totally I think that's like what I was trying to say at the beginning because I think from like when I was younger that's I just used my own body because that's who was around me. And that's how, like I felt comfortable, you know, just, you know, I mean, at a young age, I never wanted to be like, because people saw it that way, I never wanted to be like, can I take new photos of you? I didn't want to seem like, you know, like I was intruding or creepy or whatever it may be. But because I just thought the female body was so beautiful. And I mean, of course, there's so much art over bajillions uh, of years of the female nude and whether they're, you know, sculptures or paintings or whatever, there's like, there's a reason that people are drawn to it in a, in a, in an artistic way because it is so beautiful, but you're right. It's like, I, I've talked to people, I've talked to clients, I've talked to friends and my sisters and stuff. And usually people just like giggle or laugh at the idea because I think they're, you know, there are a lot of photos out there or or people sort of associated with like porn, like it's going to be, like you said, so like sexualized and stuff, but there's like, there's ways of making or creating images that are just so like artistic and beautiful using the female body and yeah it's it's hard because even for me I haven't a lot of my clients don't want me to share uh the images which is totally fine of course they don't maybe don't want new photos of them online but it's it's been hard to even promote that just because yeah not people you know don't always want their images shared so people don't know that it's like no these can be images where yeah you just you look really, really beautiful, and, like, you're literally, like, you are a piece of art, (laughs) and to have that documented, you know, you don't need to be wearing, like, six-inch heels, or, like, you know, crazy lingerie, or whatever, it can just, like, yeah, be
0: you in, in, in any form, so, I love yeah. that. You are the art. I think that's like the best <laughs> sentence of this entire podcast already. <laughs> um so you know into other projects you yep. just wrapped a project with Apple shooting a yeah. whole editorial on their new iPhone, I think the iPhone 12 is yeah, that right? Pro Max, yeah. 12 yeah. Pro Max yeah. to get it correct. Right. And how do you feel, you know, camera phones have shaped creativity and photography around you and, and even for non-photographers, how has that shaped things?
1: Yeah, it's funny because I'm actually going through like an online workshop or like watching a video of a, a photographer I really like, Joe Greer. He's based now out of Nashville, but he's sort of lived all over the States. And it's funny because he's somebody where he got into photography literally from like his iPhone 4 or something like that. Like that's how he, and because and of Instagram, like he, that was his first camera was an iPhone and i kind of love it i'm like i mean it's very like this generation but i feel like i can i can i can relate to that i obviously that's not how i got into photography i did from my dad's camera and then from there my dad taught me film photography and everything but so a big thing for me is that once i kind of from my dad's first camera that i stole uh got into slrs DSLRs, and was you know using big cameras and i found often like you know i travel a lot or just again like i like to document like my everyday life especially when i was younger but I found that carrying around like a, a big camera uh, just got annoying and often I just wouldn't bring it around with me because I was like oh I just don't want to bring like this big clunky camera I don't want to bring a backpack and like to constantly be like oh I see something taking it out of the backpack grabbing the camera like I, I was missing moments anyway so then or I often found that I know you know I would bring the, my my big camera and then I get to something and I'd be like It's just like, it's so much work, which sounds so silly. It sounds like I'm a lazy photographer. That actually, I'll, I'll explain this, how, what this ended up, how things ended up happening because then what ended up happening was obviously getting an iPhone. And then kind of just, I would take so many photos on my phone and it was awesome because it's like, you know, it's right there in your pocket and it can capture these like incredible photos. And for a really long time, my entire Instagram was just iPhone photos. That's like all I would share and so many times I remember doing a, a, a shoot for, it was for Visa actually. And they had to ask because I was, I was talking about you saying uh, like a smartphone and, and shooting with a smartphone and they asked uh, on my Instagram, you know, like how much is it like of your like real photography versus your iPhone? I'm like, oh, my entire Instagram is my iPhone. And it was good. It worked for me in, in that sense because people were like, oh, blown away. Like, oh, these are all iPhone. And I was like, yes, the iPhone is an incredible, incredible camera. So. Yes, I love it and it's great because it's always in my pocket. And honestly, it's just like the, the accessibility and just seeing something in a moment and I get to capture it is so great. Honestly, there's so many times even now, like we'll go for walks and stuff and instead of bringing my camera, even though sometimes sometimes I will, but often I'll be like, my iPhone is like just as good and can create like beautiful moments and they can still be shared at like, obviously an amazing quality, can still edit them beautifully. Yeah. And I mean, like you could print them and, and they're incredible. And, and so it's great. It's like really, really easy access. But I did find my only thing with that, which is not even your question, but I'm still just going to add it in there is that I, I started to find that people were wanting to buy my images that they, I would post on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, these are just like from my iPhone, which is great. And I could print them. But then I started to be like, Hey, I need to also just like, I need to be bringing around my actual camera too. And like so many things I will document on my phone and my camera just so that I could feel, because sometimes it would be like, oh, I want, I want you to print it quite large. And I was like, at least then it won't look as good. So <laughs> I would bring, I'd bring my camera around and, and it was good because it really forced me to bring my camera around. And now I I definitely would not do that. I would just be like, that's fine. It's heavy. I don't care. I'm bringing it everywhere. But honestly, the iPhone is so good for like so many little moments and, and stills capture so many things that like I just know that I would never pull my, my, or just have my big camera on me. So yeah, iPhone's incredible. Honestly, a lot of people even now write me being like, Oh, what would you suggest for just like a small camera? I want to bring around like your iPhone, (laughs) bring your iPhone, honestly. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Cause you, and you don't have to, so many clients of mine have been like, Oh, I have this camera and I just like, I need to know how to use it. I'm like, that's the thing. Are you ever so many people just buy cameras and they don't ever really learn how to use them. But I'm like, you know how to use your iPhone. And it will take great pictures and
0: you'll always have it on you. So, yeah. Something that, you know, we also did together was this sensual photo lesson with some of my clients. And, you know, that's one of the things I love about having a phone so or a camera so accessible. And something I love about your work is that, you know, you were able to empower these women to take sensual selfies or nudes or just photos for their content that can be, you know, not as good. They don't have your artistic direction and obviously, you know, all the training and everything like that, but you can take some, you know, fairly good photos for your company or just yourself with your own camera. So I think that's also a really cool thing that, you know, you've really connected with people on is teaching them like, Hey, hold this phone and I can show you how to create images like I do. Yes. Oh yeah. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's not the machine you're using. It's the person behind the machine, right? So it's whether it's an iPhone 12 Pro Max or it's an iPhone 8 or it's a a Nikon or a Leica or whatever you're using. I don't know. I've had so many people ask, you know, like, oh, what did you use for that? And often I'm like, it's an iPhone. I use an iPhone. (laughs) You know, even my fiance for so long too, he would get messages about that too because I mean, we work together, but almost everything on his Instagram or same thing for a while was iPhone and people would be like, oh, what camera did you use? He's like, it's called an iPhone six. <laughs> like, you know, it, 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 it's 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 how it's it's literally it's the person's eye. It's not it's not the machine. Of course, you want to learn how to maybe use your phone. I don't like how how much better can you? There's like a few tricks that are you know you can learn on an iPhone, but for the most part, it's you open the camera and then you click. So yeah, it's 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 just the person's eye, and I think that's like what's so amazing about an iPhone that like literally anyone can use it, you know, like a two-year-old can use it and a 92-year-old can use it and create beautiful things like straight out of their pocket.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I mean, I think that's also just a testament to so many people talk, you know, should I create content on my own or should I hire a photographer? And I, I always tell my clients to hire photographers that inspire them because, you know, this is an art form. This is how someone sees your story, turns it into art and, you know, and also the ability for you to be seen by someone else, you know, in that artistic format. So as much as anyone can turn it into, like you said, it's really about the artist behind it. And I think that's what a lot of you know, brands and people are really learning as we're into this really digital online everything age is how much, you know, great photography can set you apart or just tell your story in a much deeper way, along with other things like great copy and obviously a great product and a brand and and voice and all those things. But that photography and this really visual age that we're at is the first point of contact most people are going to have with you or your brand ever.
1: Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and it's also focus on like what you're good at and stuff. And not to say like, of course you can dip your toes in like so many different things. And I know the basics of a lot of things and you, you should know how to like, yeah, even just use your iPhone and be like, you know what? I feel pretty confident that like, I don't have a photographer here today, or like I'm doing something like this today and there isn't somebody with me and, and you know, the basics
0: and you can really get by and still feel good and confident about that. But yeah. Yeah. I think so important. So important to also have this more collaborative mindset and, Mm -hmm. you know, inviting people in and and also the relationships you create of those. I mean, you and I have become really close through our working together. I know a friend of mine here in Paris too. We've, we've shot, she's a photographer. She shot me and we've become really good friends and you just create these bonds because creating art like that and having someone see you in that way, it's really hard to walk away from an experience like that and not have a connection with someone.
1: Right. Yeah. And have like a new appreciation. It's also like especially getting photos back. Like, I know, I'm pretty sure I know the photos you're talking about. They're so beautiful. It's like also, yeah, in a weird way, you're like, like you have to be so thankful to them and being like, whoa, like what you create and like making me feel that way. Like that's really, really crazy. Like besides going to a therapist or like going to like, you know, a business coach or a life coach, it's like, it's yeah. Like to, to feel good about yourself. There's not tons of I don't know there's not tons of people that can can do that for you especially that they don't know you you know what I mean so like to have somebody like capture you and make you feel like
0: really good about yourself is like
1: yeah like well gift
0: yeah it is yeah it's a, yeah. It's a huge gift yeah. so you know we've talked about these iPhones and connection and COVID and stuff too but where do you hope to take your photography and creativity going forward
1: yeah. So something that besides like doing what I'm doing now, like I keep wanting, obviously I want to keep taking portraits of people, meeting people, connecting with people, keep going like in in that direction. Um, I really, I really want to start teaching. <laughs> I like, yeah, doing sort of like mentorships or workshops and whether they're in person or online and something that like you really right from the beginning, especially COVID, you've been inspiring me to do and kind of work towards yeah, just, like, kind of sharing what I've learned over the years. Um, I obviously did formal schooling and and have a degree in photography, but I feel, besides, like, my day-to-day work experiences, um, workshops and and, uh, conferences and stuff I went to, like, honestly pushed me, and I learned so, so much from them, and I'm so thankful, even though, like, I don't know, especially at a, a, a younger age, I was like, oh, you know, can I afford this? Like, I don't know, whatever, and it's, like, you know, when the first time that I made like the plunge and was like kind of feeling very stuck in like what I was doing and what I was creating. I did this amazing workshop out in at Olympic Park in Washington. And honestly, worth every penny and more, it like completely changed my view on photography and how I shoot. I learned so, so, so much. And like, that's just something I want to share with other people. Yeah. So yeah, teach people or share like
0: what I've learned over the years. I love that. And I know COVID kind of blew our plans. We were thinking of doing one together in Paris, but it's happening one day (laughs) when flights open up and everyone's safe to travel, it'll be resumed, but that's amazing. And I think, you know, it would be a really big gift for people to learn your artistic approach, but also the technical side of what you do, because I think your art form is really unique in the way you approach photography. And, Um, so I'm really excited for you to offer those too. And that way we can send people there so they can learn and and grow their own art form in this way, which is really, really beautiful. I ask everyone this, if you could leave everyone who's people watching this, if you leave them with one kind of hope or something you you hope that they go explore, what would that be?
1: Yeah. So honestly, this is something but it's funny. I just, their daily lives. I know that sounds so like, huh? But I think we're always just waiting for like the next big thing. We're always just sitting around waiting for like, okay, when I can travel again, I'll do this when, which is like, I should be saying this to myself from my last, (laughs) the last question you just asked, but like, we're always waiting for like the next big thing, the next big celebration, the next big, like career move, the next big, whatever that, you know, especially as photographers we are waiting for the next big shoot or the next big client to come our way. But it's like, and I, I know we're all kind of like stuck in our homes or stuck in these like small bubbles, but I think it's really important to, yeah, sort of discover your day to day. Like who, who are you in this situation? Who are you day to day? Like now that things have like gotten quiet, like what do you like to do? Like, how are you gonna like? you know, how are you documenting that? How are you? It was like something just like really big in, in school when, you know, we were younger and they'd be like, you know, just, just keep shooting, and keep photographing, keep like, don't stop waiting for something to come along, like create something like what, like what's inspiring you in your home. And, and honestly, I feel like even just for, for myself, a lot of uh images that I've found that people have liked, it's like, oh, I, I waited for the light to come in, or I noticed it coming in and it, like really beautiful, way every day and and that's something that I just captured in my day-to-day I wasn't you know it's nothing I don't know nothing crazy just you know the day-to-day and I think yeah we don't need to wait for something like big to come along like create it create it in your day-to-day and whether that's you know documenting the meals you cook or you know yeah, that when the light comes in beautifully, or your daily walks and the things that you see, just remembering that like our day to day or our now is kind of you know our the mundaneness is like bringing us to that next big thing, you know just to have like documentation and and I don't know savoring those like day to day right like I don't know it's like we all look back on like let's say childhood photos and stuff or stuff from our past. And it's, you're never like, Oh, that was like my sweet 16 bash. And it was so awesome. It's like, you're just, you're, I don't know, a lot of photos or a lot of things from our past. It's just like regular days. You don't even remember when it was from or what, or like why it meant something to you, but, but it does. So yeah, I don't know. It sounds like, so whatever, but like explore, explore your, your regular, yeah, your day-to-day.
0: Well, I think it's, you know, you've mentioned like you are the art, but so is every day. You know, like right. you said, there's the trees look beautiful. Your home can be beautiful. You can be beautiful. And I don't mean by doing yourself up. There's just all these little moments. And it's so true that sometimes the photographs I find online or on Pinterest of something where just someone in their home who saw their foot looked cool with the way their sheets were in the morning and snapped a photo and you're like, wow, their foot like is such a beautiful piece of art. And it was just like they woke up and we're like, that's cool. I'm gonna take a photo of that or my coffee looks great in my hand today. Or oh like that tree's leaves look really pretty and they yeah. turn into these beautiful pieces of art. And I think that's also just a reminder for all of us too to you know, inspire beauty around you, whether that's in photography or designing your home in a certain way that just brings you joy, or getting up even in COVID and wearing something or nothing that makes you feel empowered and creating some beauty in some way in, in all of our days. And like you said, not just waiting for that next big photo shoot. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Erin. This has been so amazing. I hope everyone listening has really been inspired by the way Erin photographs. Um, her information will be in the notes. So please go check her out, check out her work, book her. She will fly around the world once it's safe again. So hoping to see her in Paris very soon, but wherever you are, definitely check her out. And especially if she's going to do some retreats one day, her work is incredible. And as you've heard, she's incredible too. So thank you so much, Erin, for being on in the new podcast and and I hope you have an amazing rest of I guess your lockdown over there
1: yes thank you thank you so much for having me this was honestly like so much fun you're so wonderful you have such a good podcast voice <laughs> thanks <You're welcome. laughs> thank you so much